to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 18, Chris. Now, quite a lot different things happen today. Where would you like to start? Well, Dave, we start with... Kai and Liv, and Kai sort of ordering Liv where to sit down uh, over here. Not like Liv, you know, he comes across <laughs> in his monotone voice and he's, he's you know, they're, they're having a chat and it seems so false, but apparently, Dave, they both wanted to make a play for each other the week before, but they, they thought it was cut off and there's absolutely no fucking, no, no spark between them as far as I can see, but, you know, apparently this is what they both wanted, so they're now going to sort of make a go of it and, I don't know where this has come from, Dave, at all, because two days earlier, Olivia was so upset with Tom, but now it's just like, Tom? Tom who? Who? So <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with Olivia. I mean, I'm finding her fascinating just watching that, just the way she manoeuvres the, the villa, because it's all bullshit, and it's all... She's just playing a game to stay in there as long as she can, and as much as she infuriates me, I've got to respect the game, Dave, because she's working. It's working. <laughs> Whatever she's doing at the moment, she's going to be in there for a little bit longer, definitely. She is entertaining, I'll give her that. But, you know, I, I find it exhausting how she's so fucking needy for external validation, right? Yeah. So she's always fucking after the compliments. It's like, oh, you know, there was the thing, oh, do you think I'm funny? And, oh, you like me, do you? And she, she's probably a good fucking fit for Kai, to be honest, because she has this kind of half-asleep fucking monotone voice as well. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. It just... Right, so I watched this a little bit out of order tonight because I missed the first sort of quarter of an hour. And then, you know, Kai seemed to be all happy and stuff and like him and Livio together. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? Did I, did I miss a whole episode or something? <laughs> but no, I went back. So I watched the, the sort of second three quarters and then the, uh, the, the final quarter I watched next. And it, it was like, wow, this is fucking weird, isn't it? Because I had no clue about this at all. What I would say is Kai does genuinely seem a little bit happier. I mean, compared to a normal person, that's a little flicker. It's still dull. But, um, you know, he seems to be happier that he's with uh, Olivia. And like I say, she just seems like, well, if you're uh, sort of flowering her with uh, compliments, then she's going to give you the time of day and you're going to get all the gooey eyes back and, and this, that and the other. So, yeah, I'm not really buying it as such. Uh, I do think, like, I do feel like it come out of nowhere. Um, I mean, she put... Put it to bed with Spencer, didn't they? Spencer, what yeah. a fucking non-character he is. He <laughs> needs to be ejected out of the villa soon. You know, non-character. Like but that. I think she has to. Uh, she did well there to sever her ties. She's realised that you know he's a small, weak one and will be gone pretty soon. So yeah, I think it's a good tactical move. Like I say, I didn't see that one coming as such. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's say, and I agree with you, Spencer Davis. I think Spencer and Sammy need to get together because they have done fuck all on toast, my friend. They Spencer are... and Aaron should get <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, well, Aaron is. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. The people you see the least. But 
But yeah, I, I'm with you on that. It's a manoeuvre and a tactic that is working. So fair play to her, Dave. And, and then it's sort of like, you know, later on she frustrated me, but we'll get to that in a minute. But one of the things that really shocked me about the episode today, Dave, was that Shaq apologised to Ron. And, you know, I, 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 I stood by what Shaq said. I know we got a couple of emails there throwing shade at Shaq and, and, and from a totally different perspective, and I, I respect that. I understand people are so cynical. I'm cynical. You're cynical. We know that they play this game. They know the reward. We talk about it nearly every episode. But I, I took him on face value that Shaq was the man, you know, and he, and he held Ron accountable. And I, I just felt like, why are you apologising? I know he's your friend. And and he's, and he's Ron's going, I don't want you to change. I don't want you to change. So I'm like, well, why the hell are you letting him apologise to you, Ron? You know, it's like, I didn't get that, Dave. I don't understand why he backed down because I thought he was... He's, points that he made to Ron were validated and what he said to Tom as well a couple of days earlier. It's a bit of a tough one, actually. I, I thought he was right in everything he said. Uh, I said it was odd for someone to come out like that on Love Island and actually hold someone's feet to the fire and saying, look, you're being a bit of a dick here. But on the other hand, you know, he was obviously ruffling some feathers. And I think when you take all of the emotion out of it, kind of we all just want to get on with life. And you know what? Yeah. It's not Shaq. It's not a, it's not a uh, three-way thing, is it, with Lana, Ron, and Shaq? So Shaq might have just felt like, look, I was overstepping my boundaries a bit there. That's probably why he's done it. Now, did he have to do that? I don't know, maybe, maybe just because Ron felt so put out by it, maybe he's done that just to keep a, you know, keep everything amicable. I, I don't feel like he had to do it. I think he was no. totally right in everything that he said, but Ron didn't. So that that's why I think he's he's apologised. Yeah. You could be right, Dave. You could be right. But, and obviously, we don't live there 24-7. We're seeing a, an edited-down you know, show, aren't we? So... It's a lot different to what the audience or the viewers see. But I, I will say, Dave, what frustrates me now, I'm going to be a biggest hypocrite here going and I'm going to hold my hands out. But at weekends, Dave, because I start a lot earlier than my wonderful wife, you know, I will, if I'm there, I will always make a, you know, breakfast day, breakfast in bed. But I think I told you this story before. Scrambled egg, you know, whatever. You know, I used to get a text saying, uh, Brew, we need a smiley face. I'm going to say, No, Dave, I get a, like a fist. <laughs> A fist face, basically, because I'm usually downstairs playing on my Xbox or I'm in the gym or whatever I'm doing. So I'm being a hypocrite. So I'm laying up this story. I fucking hate all this breakfast shit in Love Island, Dave. I fucking hate it. It's like, it's it's good that the guys respect the girls and go, do you want breakfast and that? But the whole thing around it, it's like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just, I don't know why it infuriates me, but it fucking does, Dave. And it's a top thread on our Facebook. Facebook page about the words used in this show, like another reality show. But you no, know, Dave, I don't get a good vibe, shall I say, Dave? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's not my type on paper, my friend. So I don't know, but that is on my list of one of the most annoying things that people do on this show. It pisses me off so much. I thought good vibes was the uh, new product line. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine postage. Yeah. Oh, good Love Island vibes. Um, so <laughs> good for you that day. You've got. Uh, I, 
irritates me, and I'm just trying to cast my mind back to the last season. I think I might have ranted about this at some point. I think it's a nice thing to do, right? Yeah, just yeah, just in general to to get someone a brew or uh, make breakfast or whatever. The thing that I don't like, and I don't quite know which season this became the norm, is just how it becomes an expectation. Yeah, it's expected now that the boys will go off and they'll make either breakfast or a coffee. It's usually a coffee in it is, is the minimum bar. And then if someone doesn't get brought a coffee, then it's a big fucking drama. That's the bit that irritates me. And I guess it's just one of those things. It's, it's why I like season ones, you know? Season ones, the, the, the players of the game don't really know the full rules. Whereas when you're getting into, you know, for this, it's obviously Love Island. We're on nine seasons of the UK version, but of course we've got all of the other uh, countries as well that run this. And then little things, little uh, uh, traits, behaviours, they become normal in the game. So, yeah, it, it, it bugs me a bit as well. Um, but it, I must admit, I, I was intrigued because... fucking word it always says soft (laughs) because you can't help but think about David Brent David Brent yeah (laughs) so ridiculous but you're so right yeah Um, but it, it, it did bring to the fore that fucking messy Ron is suddenly he's a man with a mission Right, and he he's trying to get up yes. earlier, and he's seeing the whole thing w- between uh, him, Lana, and now Casey. He's seeing this as some massive fucking competition, yeah. and I'm not even sure how important Lana is in that competition. It's just he needs to beat Casey. That's how it's coming across to me. So it's, I find it a bit fucking annoying because you had the ball right there, and you've dropped it. But now it's a competition, so he's trying to get up earlier and trying to make a breakfast and stuff like that before Casey. I mean, I don't like the way it's as if Lana, when it when Ron's speaking about it, listen, the next few days, listen for it. But it's like Lana has no choice about this. He's yeah. talking about, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to win. It's like, well, doesn't Lana have a say about that? And these kind of things, like making breakfast and stuff, all right, there's nice little things, but essentially they're superficial, aren't they? Because when yeah. another bombshell comes in, you'll be like, oh, fucking hell, that, that redhead. Oh, fucking hell, she's right, my type on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to come off, but... The cynic in me says yes. At some point, Ron and Lana will end up getting back together. You know, yeah. I, I, you know what? I've got to add to this. I've got to be honest now as well. I'm getting fucking bored of listening to Lana talk about it, Dave. I think I wanted to get with this Casey just for the fact every episode we get this two minute fucking monologue about her and Ron. Ron's a bell end. She deserves better. She's a nice person. I don't, it's not, I'm not having a go say I don't like her because it's not not like I want her to be, you know, she seems like a really nice girl, but I'm just so bored. I've got no energy and no fucking interest in her sitting there with anybody and talking about Ron and, you know, blah, blah. Mm. She's right. She has tore strips off Ron. And she and I think you're, what you said is correct. It's like she will keep going back. She deserves better. He is not 
who she should be with. This Casey seems like he's got a bit about him. He really likes her. They look like they've got good energy together. And like you say, Ron is so disrespectful thinking he can just turn it on whenever he wants and get with her. I think she she should stick to what she said about like, you know, I'm sorry. I, you know, I shouldn't give you another chance. She's got someone there who's vying for her attention. I just hope, and I know she's going to do this. I think she's going to fumble the ball here and get back with Ron. And he doesn't deserve a day, but I'm just so fucking bored of hearing the same conversations about him. And it's mainly Ron's fault, but I just, I just, I don't know. He's just pissing me off now watching it. Well, Ron should be in the rearview mirror. Yes, yes, really. 100%, 100%. I, I mean, that's why you're bored of it. And I think we're all a bit similar. I mean, like you say, it's not of her making, but it's like, you know, again, she's got to say it, but the editors have got to put it in there. They have got to prioritize over. 24, 48 hours of footage, what are the one or two hours we're going to edit this down to and show you? Again, Chris, the cynic in me says, well, that's going to come back later. That's going to pay off. If you were writing (laughs) a story, you would plant these things and they would pay off later, wouldn't they? So that's what makes me a little bit more cynical about it, to be honest, that it's just, uh, Casey's just a bit of a distraction. I do think, you know, putting on Discord, it's like, if this was an 80s movie, Ron's already won, he just doesn't know it yet, and the the, uh, sort of flowing hair and muscles and everything of Casey, the good looks, chiseled jaw and everything... He's just the arsehole baddie, you know, and, <laughs> and at the end of the movie, they, they yeah. maybe ski down a ski slope and the, yeah. the winner gets the girl kind of thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> don't know what it is about Casey. He just has that 80s look about him. Um, either that or he's going to sell me timeshares. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I, let's see where it goes. I personally, I would hope that Lana just bins off Ron. I, I think Ron, like I said, I've been calling him out since day two. I think he's treating it all like a competition. He's saying the words that he treats, that he puts Lana as his first priority, but his actions never repeat that. You know, they never back up what he's actually saying. So I just think he's full of shit. And yeah, I mean, I'm hoping she does move on, but I don't think that will happen. If If I was to place a bet, Lana and Ron will end up back at least before Casa Amor. Oh, then they'll be back and split up again. <laughs> Let me, let's hope for that just for the show, Dave. So, uh, yeah, that's that's terrible. But anyway, Dave, you know, we get a game. Now, usually I cannot stand the fucking games. They are absolutely shit on toast, Dave. I've got to say, I hate them. I, I just find them so fucking boring. They're always sexualized or whatever it is. It's always so much stupid and they all run off like the three-year-old kid's giddy Dave, you know, like in the playground at the end. Like, he's so stupid. But this one kept me more than interested, my friend. And not because I like the fact that everybody's swapping fucking cold sores for you know, the afternoon and everyone's going to have to have some... Uh, cold sores. <laughs> yeah, cold, exactly. <laughs> he's fucking minging in it. They're all there. But we get a kissing game. So the guys have all got a mask on. They, they don't know who, and I've asked, I might add, by the way, guys, not a gimp mask, and I mask. They're not in the vibe section of the reality show yet. <laughs> um, but the girls have then got to kiss, and then at the end of each round of kissing, and the girls have to kiss every single guy, they get a score. And then, you know, the guys just make it out of 10, whatever they want. There's a lot of half scores today, like 8.5 days, you know, 7.5. Uh, so 
we go through the whole game and we get all of them, you know, kiss the guys. And there's a couple of like ones that stood out. So one of the best ones was Jesse got a 0.5 from Aaron, which That's was, harsh, wasn't it? <laughs> that was harsh. And then there was like other ones kissing. I think Tom said one of them was like, "That's a hard kiss," and you know, one of the hardest kisses I've ever had, but not not the right hard. Dave just really hard on his <laughs> An lips, angry, uh, angry, uh, something. Yeah, like yeah, angry kiss. So we got different ones. So the ones that stood out the most was Liv ended up coming second. She was one of the favourites. Uh, Tanyelle kissed Ron for rather a long time to the point where everyone felt uncomfortable, apparently, and even Lana turned away, shock horror. And then Tanya was the belle of the ball, Dave. She absolutely got nines plus across the board, so much so that Jack actually said if he could go higher than a 10, and he obviously knew who it was, then he would score a higher than a 10, Dave. So I didn't think anything of this. I thought... Fair enough, but we got fallout, didn't we, my friend? Yeah, and over the last week, we've been singing Shaq's praises, and I think rightly so, even though not everyone agreed. You know, from our perspective, he was doing all the right things. He's almost kicked that into touch now, (laughs) and he's completely (laughs) undone all of that good stuff that he was doing to become coming across like a massive fucking psycho Chris. <laughs> you know he's what we said is he, he's like accelerating a bit quicker than anyone i think we've seen on love island barring maybe will he seems to be quite far there but even will's not going at, at the pace that shack is now what, what's been interesting this season and other seasons is how people treat the games you know are they really just games because Typically, everyone's fucking snogging everyone at yeah. some point in the games, you know. And even when you're you're guessing who said this, and you're going snog whoever you think it is, people treat the games as if either option A they mean absolutely nothing, or option B is it means everything. It's as if you were doing it outside a game, and it depends on what your narrative is and how you feel as to which of those options you go with. And I think Shaq has taken it as if, like, she's Tanya's done it outside of a game. And, you know, she's properly fucking gone for it for all of the lads. It's a fucking game. It's a, it's a competition. So Tanya herself had said, like, you know, she, she thought she'd have been, you know, Shaq had have been happy about it. But, like, his eyes were really fucking mad. He was really pissed. You can't fake that shit. So, um... Yeah, I think he needs to fucking calm himself down. And uh, unfortunately, I don't want to, you know, we just like a laugh and a joke, don't we? But, you know, that that's not a good trait to have. That That's really quite fucking controlling. And, and he's just taken something that happened in a game, a little fucking competition, way too seriously. And, he, you know, hopefully he'll, he'll calm down and reflect on it. But, yeah, it's not a good look for Shaq at all. No, and, and it caught me completely off guard, Dave, completely off guard. I, I was thinking, where's this come from? It's because, you know, it's a game. We know on Love Island, he's watched the show previously. Everybody in the game format snogs each other, Dave, don't they? One way or the other, you're going to snag the other contestants, whether you like them or not. It's all part. These games have been going forever and a day. You're going to get a lap dance off them. 
I mean, as I'm saying, it sounds horrendous, doesn't it? Anyone listening who don't watch Love Island, they're like, hang on, they kiss him, they lap dance. But this is the games that they play. And it's all done about the heart rate stuff and all these sort of things, in it? And it's all to manipulate the relationship, to create drama. Like the lie detector tests in the past, Dave, they don't do them now, you know, and quite rightly. But they were a massive highlight of Love Island, you know, and it was all ways to create a load of drama. And I honestly, I, I look, in real life, you don't want your partner kissing anybody else but you, do you? Like, like that, That's genuine. But this isn't real life. You watch The Fucking Bachelor, and the one minute they're saying they love him, and the next minute they're slogging three or four people in the same episode. <laughs> it's just the way the show goes, isn't it? And we always laugh like they can say, you know, at the end, guarantee the Bachelor Bachelorette is in love with all three people that they are trying to, you know, spend the rest of their life with. And we know they don't last pretty much, but but that's the nature of the show. That's what you sign up for. Love Island is the same. I'm with you. I thought he was such a bad look. He's been absolutely on form, Jack, with everything he's done. And I just thought he'd let himself down there. And the fact that he was fuming, but then he's not got somebody like Shaq to validate and tell yeah. him you're wrong. He needed to look in the mirror. He needed a Shaq. And what did Tom and Ron do? No, you're right, bro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'm like, yeah. you pair of dickheads. He has been your moral conscience in there for this whole time. And the one time he needs to be checked and put back in his place and said, I'm sorry, you're actually wrong here. You're completely overreacting. They fucking didn't, did they? And I'm like, well, you aren't good friends at all. Yeah, he needed a calm shack to have yes. a word with Wango <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, he did. He did. And Chris, I was stunned that yeah. Ron and Tom were both like, yeah, yeah, it's not nothing, you know? I mean, she properly fucking went for it, didn't she? And yeah. put all the blame on her. It's like, I, I, was, I was gobsmacked. I was like, you pair of bastards. Like, it's yeah. a fucking game. I I just don't get it at all. I it's like, like you say, in real life, fucking hell, you would be pissed off, wouldn't you? You know, you, you just oh right, you just fucking snog five blokes, been married ten years. What are you doing? Um, you know, it's, that is a different scenario. They go into this fucking game, this game show, knowing what the types of challenges are, and it's like yeah. oh. She had to kiss everyone. Now, could she have given everyone a peck? Yeah, but then she'd just be throwing the towel in, which is probably what Shaq was expecting. But I think it's a bit of a fucking ask as well when you're on Love Island. So, you know, I would expect everyone to play that game to try and win. Yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I, I, again, all the boys in shit corner for that one, pretty much. But yeah, so that, that, that and you stole my thunder bit there because I was going to say about the boys as well, like Tom and Ron, like what was in their head when they were saying that? Yeah, it, it's ridiculous, wasn't it? Great yeah. TV, but ridiculous. And Tanya's right; it gives them the ick. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and what about what? What do you think about Tanyelle as well? I mean, yeah. I don't know if it was the camera angles, but fucking hell, there was a lot. A lot, a lot of tongue in there, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Especially 100%. with Ron. And Olivia was rubbing her hands because she couldn't wait to pull Lana for a chat and tell her, do you not think that was a bit too much? Yeah, and Tanya said it as Liv went past. She went, oh, she's going to say to her now about the kiss yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, basically shit's doing. So that could be drama in the next episode. Why does It's not like Lana wasn't there and she's telling her as a friend to say, look, we've just seen this. 
Lana was there. She said I turned away. Yeah. What did what was Liv doing other than getting airtime and shit stirring? And I've got to say, though, Dave, there's something going on. Because when Tanyelle said she didn't like Ron, she was blinking like fuck. I was watching her eyes straight away. <laughs> she likes him. What's wrong with that? You know, I, I don't understand. I think it's because Ron is just completely shutting her off all the time. But, look, I've not got any girls like that, Dave, friends like that. But there's no way you, she's like, I feel comfortable just to snog his face off in front of the girl he likes. You know, <laughs> just, I know it's a game. It's not real life. You wouldn't be real life. But I didn't. I didn't sort of, I didn't believe what she was saying. I think she's trying to convince herself at this point. There's definitely something there. And maybe that's the way it is. But maybe Ron is just going to completely ruin that relationship. I don't know. But it was uncomfortable. And I think she was doing it to wind Lana off and being honest, Dave. Basically saying to her, look, I I can do this to your, you know, whatever he is, not boyfriend or whatever he's supposed to be to her. And it was a bit of a fun and that's it. I didn't take it too serious. No, but I'd say fucking Danielle and Ron like each other. Fucking go for it. It's yeah, not exactly. like You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think, you know, it kind of all bets are off. Like if Casey hadn't come on the scene and then we've got this, you know, this, this messy situation where Ron turns his head with every bombshell, because of all of that, I think it makes it kind of fair game for, you know, if they want to explore that connection, they should do. So I still, I, I'm kind of still with Tanyelle on that side. I, just a pet hate of mine, Chris, but when she's in the VT room, I can't stand it when someone's trying to make a point and then they're shaking their head about, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's weird. Tanyelle does it when she's animated about something. I, I, you know, the head moves from right to left when, when she says each word. It's weird. Look out for it next week. Oh, you put me right off now. I'm going to be there. Going, oh, yeah, Honestly, he's right it's, now. it's distracting. You you can't yeah. sort of think about anything else. But no, I think I think you should just fucking go for it. If they, if they really feel that way, um, then they should. And, and Olivia, yeah, she's just trying to stir the shit for me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, Dave, we've had um, three... Not letters, as you keep telling me. Emails, David. <laughs> emails. So this is quite a good one. This one's from Debbie, and she says, Hi, my name's Debbie, and I'm from Pennsylvania. I listen to you guys religiously. I'd like to speak about Shaq and Tanya. I've been married for 35 years, and remember at the beginning of my relationship, the immediate attraction to my husband. I felt like I was falling in love from the day I met him. In fact, by the second day, I told him I was going to keep him. So I understand how you can fall in love with somebody almost immediately. Like I said, we've been together for 35 years of marriage. We've been to, uh, of marriage, but also we've been together for 40 altogether. So you're sincerely Debbie from Pennsylvania. So I think that goes with the people saying about the love and the playing the games and everything, you know, from the previous emails and mm. that. So, Dave, I've got to say the same thing. I'm calling myself out. Me and Sam got together. We've known each other all, for all my life. I've mentioned the story before, but within about four or five days, we said we loved each other. And I literally moved in. She had a house, car. I've told this before. I had fuck all. I had a bike and some videos in the bag, Dave, and some clothes. I moved straight in, Dave. Best fucking career move of my life, Dave. As much as I love my wife, you know, and she always says that. <laughs> I'm only saying what Samantha says. She always laughs and says, because she got called, apparently, she was after my money from certain members of my family, Dave, and I had nothing, my friends. So I don't know how that works, but there you go. So, yes, it can happen, and you can be loyal. 25 years later, we're still together. We still love each other. So that that is something that is there, and where you meet and get with them can be anywhere. So I do stand by what Debbie said as well. I didn't say that the other day, to be fair, Dave. But, yes, that is correct. Yeah, first of all, brilliant email. I love that. It's great. You know, 
it warms your heart, doesn't it? Doesn't it? There, there, there are stories there. The thing that's different is, you know, there wasn't such a thing as a social media influencer back then, and we're not talking about massive narcissists on a game show. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that that's great to be reminded that those things can happen. But also, I, I can acknowledge the fact that, you know, if people are cynical about people's tactics, about playing this game, because it is a game, uh, you know, they've got a point as well. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. You've got a great email. Thank you, Debbie. And we've got one from Abby, and it says, Hi, Chris and Dave. Love the honesty on the podcast. Always tops the morning after. That's great. So can you tell everybody about that, please, Abby? And that we do appreciate that. I think Ellie is playing a huge game. She started getting to know Ron. That was the focus of everyone's attention. And then got with Tom, who was the focus of everyone's attention. I don't agree with Tanyelle flirt with Ron. She's supposed to be Lana's best friend. I wouldn't be happy if my best friend was doing that. When Olivia cries, she puts her hand over her eyes every time, maybe because no tears are actually coming out. Yeah. Definitely. Keep, keep up the honesty, Abby. So great email there, Abby. And then the final one is from Julie. It says, hi, Chris and Dave. Thank you so much for the daily, not daily podcast. <laughs> Always makes watching Love Island much more fun when I get to hear you mostly say out loud what I'm thinking. My thoughts on tonight's episode. Liz, Olivia's constant chat about herself in conversations is so annoying. Oh, do you have a better chat with me then? Oh, you are more attracted <laughs> to me. And the baby talk without moving her mouth, giving me Whitney from Mass <laughs> yeah. Vibes. Oh, Whitney from Mass Vibes was awful, wasn't it, though? That, that baby talk. Tanyelle needs to admit how much she fancies Ron. Her kiss with him was embarrassing to watch. Lana needs to stop being a doormat in friendships as well as relationships. Tanyelle is desperate for Ron. They're laughing loudly in bed, etc. But Lana just pretends she doesn't see it. I'm on Shaq's side. I think Tanya couldn't care less about him. She can't keep eye contact with him. Even when he's saying he loved her, she didn't seem that bothered. Thanks for listening to my ramblings. Keep up the good work. Julie, your Glaswegian friend. So thank you very much, Julie. So what? Pennsylvania and Glasgow Day. Brilliant. I know. All, over, all the over the map, aren't we? So yeah, no, thank that's you for brilliant. Them. Absolutely brilliant there. No, thank you, guys. And if you do want to email us, please email us at cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Please follow us on social media at cdrealitycast.com. And if you do get a chance, get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We're up to 430 people now. So we're getting there, Dave. Only another awesome. 70 to go. So good. So <laughs> that's just the target I've set. There's no real reason we need to get to 500. I just want to set that target because it's so good when Love Island's on. We get a lot of new listeners in. So if you do get a chance, please come over, guys. If you want to support us a bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And just before I do the roll call of honor, on Friday, I will be on, if you're in the UK, the Free Counties BBC show around about 10 past seven with Bad Michelle again. So uh, talking Love Island, Dave, I'm now a Love Island for our podcast. The CD Velascast is now a Love Island specialist for the BBC Free Counties, Dave. Uh, I don't nice. actually swear, which is an absolute uh, thing. I've sit there going, don't swear, don't swear, don't, and I don't swear, guys. You will be happy to know. But we just talk about a couple of things that have happened on this week's show and that. So it's just been good fun being on there. So thank you to them for having us on. So today's roll call of honor is Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, John, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee, Dee Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lou, Levine, and Kate Gustafson. So thank you so much for all your support this week, guys. One more episode for this week, and at least we get a day off then, David. Oh, God. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're mass starting as well. It's, uh, yeah. it's starting to uh, – the fatigue setting in a little bit, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. How long away do you reckon Casamore is? Do you reckon we've got another week, two weeks? I reckon two weeks. I reckon about that. We're only going into the fourth week, Dave. We're not even at the halfway point. We will be by next week. So hopefully, I reckon fifth week we're looking at Casa. So let's hope so. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the enthusiasm of like we're not even halfway in. I know. Don't say anything, Dave. Don't say anything. All right. Brilliant. Well, cheers for that, mate. It is always good when we're when we're doing it. It's not so much nine o'clock when it, it, I need to drop everything and watch it. But um, thank you very much, sir. That's, that's good fun again. And thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to everyone who supports us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.